Hello, aliens. <laughs> Starting strong. <laughs> well, well, can I just say, I was shook. Yeah. I was shook. I didn't know anything about this until you messaged. And I was like, yeah. what's this about UFOs? <laughs> oh, I was just like, where does this come from? But then it's quite interesting when you think about it, how it's suddenly like a big thing now in the news after what happened with bloody Trump. Yeah. Telling people to inject bleach into themselves, as Mary said. Yeah, don't do <laughs> so that. Like, what, a good, what a great way to like deflect the <laughs> yeah. news from Trump. But that's mad though. Like, did you watch the videos? Um, I watched the first one, mm. um, but I haven't seen the rest. So the one I saw was just them talking about there's like a fleet of them. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen the rest. Mm. Don't give me spoilers. On. Something's going on. Something mm. dodgy. Like something weird's going on with this year. Like, <laughs> yeah. But maybe it is the aliens coming down to be like, we'll give you guys a hand. Well. I liked someone put, there's all these memes of like, what is 2020 right now? Mm. Um, it was just a picture of Dawn from Buffy, like Buffy's oh, little yeah. sister. It was just a picture of her and said, she is 2020. Because no one <laughs> likes her. She's just there. <laughs> just a pain in the arse. Yeah, just, just constantly. Irritating. Just, <laughs> it's just one thing after another. January, there was World War Three apparently, and yeah. then it was bloody, I can't remember what else, because it's been blocked out because of all the stuff that's happened from the Rona. Yeah. Do you know so, what I mean? And now there's aliens. Like, <laughs> yeah, Kobe Bryant, he goes. He goes. No. Yeah. Mm, something weird about this year, guys. Mm-hmm. Something that, very strange. But I have been filling my... Uh, downtime shall we say <laughs> on uh the old rock down with yep. uh some fun movie times okay so i've been watching all the old classics mm-hmm. watched the omen yesterday watched the omen 2 today <laughs> we watched american werewolf in london the other night jesus which got me thinking mm-hmm. so that brings us to our first story oh buddy give me it. you know i got a story about a fucking werewolf bro <laughs> You You're know, obsessed with them. You know I love the werewolf stories. Yeah. I, do. I don't know. I sat and like explained to Daniel the other night why I just find it so interesting. Mm. Like, it's just so fun and spooky that there's like this big crazy monster running around. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Something about it that's just well, like so fun. Well, that's why I like my crazy spirit stories because I love the idea of just like a dude showing off a shiny butthole eye and like, <laughs> like, literally it's, it's, just it's like supposed to be this terrifying like entity or yeah. whatever and it's like look at my shiny butthole eye <laughs> yeah. sure makes, makes things not? less scary why the fuck not so are you ready i'm ready. ready are you ready i am so so this story is from the 70s mm-hmm. good time to be alive yeah i think yeah, I think so. So, we weren't there. Mario was. Oh, God. I love that you keep on telling Mary that she's old and I'm older I than don't. her. <laughs> no, it's... Well, do you know what it is? Like, so, all our listeners know Mary very well. Yeah. <laughs> of course you do. So, Mary keeps moaning about how she's going to be dirty and, like, very, very soon, and it's like, I'm old, I'm old, and it's like, you're not old. No. That is not old. So we're like basically taking the piss out of her, making yep. fun of her, being like, ah, you're old, any opportunity we can get. And then she goes all huffy, and it's like, well, stop moaning about it then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but it gives me life. Oh, same. We love her. We love her. So anyway, the 70s. Right. Mary, Mary was in her prime. <laughs> <laughs> so in the rural town, of Horseshoe Lake, located in Arkansas, mm. deep in the countryside of America. Uh, this story was published in 2015 by Cryptomundo. Okay. I don't, I don't know what that is. I no. assume it's some kind of blog. Yeah. Cryptozoo, I don't know. So, this was published of the report of a man who claimed to have had a strange encounter with a creature at his grandparents' farm in 1977. Okay. <clears throat> so, he was about seven years old. Uh, the, night of the, the night of the encounter, uh, there was, like, a really bad storm. 
that mm -hmm. basically like ripped through the land. Um, so like thunder, lightning. You can imagine that. You can yeah. imagine the vibe. Spooky mm -hmm. vibe. That's Spooky. Right you know? <laughs> so his gran was kind of worried. Like she didn't want to leave the kids on her own. So she basically went into the back room with the kids and okay. slept in there, where the granddads decided that he was going to go sleep in the his normal bed. Yeah. So they were all in the back room, and the back room kind of was on the ground floor of the house and looked out to the sort of back patio area. Yeah. Uh, patio area, whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> patio, bro. Patio! <laughs> whatever. Uh, so it was just like this big iron cast door with like a huge window in it. Mm -hmm. So just glass, so you could see straight out, which is already pretty creepy. Yeah. Um, so he, the kids, so he was seven years old, you can imagine, whatever. He went to bed. Uh, he was trying to get comfy in bed, but for some reason, it's almost like he could feel something watching him. Mm -hmm. Like he had this kind of like vibe over him that he was like, this isn't right. Like, I don't like it at all. Mm -hmm. uh, so he rolled over as he was going to sleep to face the window. Like mm -hmm. he almost just kind of like sat up and looked over at the window just because it's like he felt something watching him. Yeah. So he looked up and lo and behold, mm -hmm. there was something stood in the window of the doorway. Was that a werewolf? Well, <laughs> well, who knows? It might have been. So basically, he described it as he just remembered how broad it was. Mm -hmm. And obviously, it was dark, so he wasn't really sure. He said it was extremely broad, blah, blah, blah covered in hair, the usual. Yeah. He said it had yellow eyes, but he described eyes that the eyes weren't like glowing yellow. They were just kind of like yellow. Okay. I'm like, okay, so it had yellow eyes, deep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, resembled a wolf mm. stood on its hind legs, which made me think maybe it was just a wolf stood on its hind legs. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was just a wolf that was just kind of like having a wee peek in. It's just um, a husky from the other garden. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like, ah! But this is the weirdest part about it. It's like the way that he described it is it was just staring at him, like mm. really intensely looking at him through the glass. Um, so he was like so frozen with fear, but he started screaming. Uh, and his gran obviously like jolted up, but their bed was right next to the door, but couldn't see out the window, if you get what I mean. Yeah. So it was against the same wall. Uh, so she jolted up and he couldn't speak because he was that afraid. So he just pointed. Mm. Uh, so he points at the door and the gran sort of spun around, looked at the window and only saw what, like what, whatever it was for a few seconds. But she said she saw it too. Ooh. But it backed away from the door when the gran jumped up. Mm. But it, as in backed away slowly, didn't go back down onto four legs. It started right. to backwards. Oh. So then the gran, for like, you know, started screaming like hysterically. Uh, the grandpa comes running through with his gun. <laughs> yeah, of course. So you can imagine the scene. <laughs> yeah. Comes running through with his gun. Uh, he didn't see anything. It was gone by this point. <clears throat> uh, and basically the image of whatever that thing was stood in the doorway has haunted him his entire life. Um, there was something else that when his gran passed away or just before she passed away, mm -hmm. he was much older. So he was like, I don't know, maybe in his late twenties or something. Okay. He was talking to his gran and she told him about that night that he yeah. said that he saw something in the window, uh, that her husband, so his grandfather had went outside and he saw footprints like track marks in the mud. Uh, so there was something there. Mm. And the granddad apparently saw it too. Like mm. rods stood there, but it ran off oh. as the granddad kind of went to fire. Right. But he basically said that his grand told him that she didn't want to say that to him when he was a kid because she didn't want to scare him. Right, yeah. So they saw it too and they know it was real basically, but they told the kids that it was, you know, it was nothing basically. Yeah. It was nothing to be scared of. But when they were much older, they were like, yeah, that was uh, real, by the way, whatever Oof. that was. So yeah, pretty cool story. I don't yeah. know. Like it seems very, eh, some, someone's just typed this up in their bedroom one night <laughs> yeah. after watching a movie about werewolves or something. But I was like, that's pretty cool. It's kind of an interesting story. I would just love the idea of like the grandparent, uh, like the kid being like, oh, I saw a werewolf and they're like, it was just a hedgehog. Like, <laughs> I think it I wasn't. know. It wasn't. It was just a hedgehog. It was very big. <laughs> this is a big and hedgehog. Here's, 
And then literally years later at like a family reunion or something, the kid's like, hey, Gran, remember that time I saw a big scary monster dog in the door? And she's like, oh, yeah. No, that was like a thing, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> that was real. We, d- we just didn't want to tell you when you were a kid because it didn't scare you. I knew so, it wasn't yeah. a hedgehog. So obviously after watching American Werewolf in London, <laughs> one of my absolute faves, <laughs> I dove into the world of sightings and spooky stuff of course you did werewolves. of course i did of course i already did yeah and no i don't believe in werewolves just to clarify yeah <laughs> I don't. but i don't know there's just something really cool about that yeah i do like a good werewolf story i mean yeah. <laughs> i've this is literally since we've done the podcast the most amount of stories about werewolves i've ever heard literally <laughs> like oh uh, like our beautiful bill ramsey Remember him? Oh, yeah. One of our earlier episodes. That was a great story. I love that story. Yeah. So much. Do love Big Billy. Big Bill. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Spooky stuff. Spooky. Spooky. And, well, I've got a couple little stories for you. Is that so? Are they about werewolves? No, they're not. All right, well, I'm out. (laughs) I'm out. uh, Let's see. Do we have anything? No, we don't have anything. (laughs) Like... Uh, throw one in there throw one in there as you're telling the story just throw it in don't just say it at the end (laughs) (laughs) tells the story about this genuine like horrible evil entity that was haunting a family and then ends like oh and there was a werewolf yeah it was a werewolf all (laughs) we found out there was a a bad moon rising right well there's Mm. two stories and one of them may have a werewolf in it now so i'll I'll decide (laughs) Listen up for the werewolf making a guest appearance. <laughs> it was the same one that this kid saw in Arkansas. <laughs> Just at the window, like... Look, oh! <laughs> it's me um, again, bitch. Right, so I got two stories, both from Ooh. listeners. <gasps> Yay! So one is about uh, one of our friend's hometowns. Or somewhere that he visits, in a way. And the other one is just a story that our friend found um, while scouring the internet because we're all in lockdown. <laughs> so, what else it, are you going to do? It's kind of the shit out of yourself. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a great time mm-hmm. for the podcast because people send me stuff all the time. Just like, Excellent. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> like, oh, you've got a spooky podcast. Here you go. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Uh, right. So, this one is the Ottawa Valley Ghost Lights in Buck Hill, which was sent in by our friend Andrew. So thank you, Andrew, for that. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. All the way from good old Canada. Hell yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, this actually reminded me of something that I may have seen, but we'll go into that later. So Buck Ooh. Hill is located in the Ottawa Valley in Canada. It is the location of many reports of ghost light activity, mm-hmm. which people have kind of put together and thought it was part of a ghost story. So I'll just dive right in. So during the depression, uh, mm-hmm. a logger dude was out on a stormy night. <laughs> logger dude. Yeah, he was just logging away. Hanging um, <laughs> um, So he cautioned his wife and his young daughter to remain indoors while he went out to get some firewood. Um, when he returned, his wife had said that the daughter had let the dog out by accident, who, and who, who who let the dog out? The young daughter. <laughs> it's not got quite the same ring. <laughs> who <laughs> let the dogs out? <laughs> a daughter. Who 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 who? Right. <laughs> Anthem. So the girl had ran out in order to call him back and hadn't returned when the dad had got home. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So the dad grabbed his lantern and began to search for his daughter. Dramatic. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you just imagine it's a stormy night. Yeah. It's got a lantern. He's, Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. Uh, <laughs> you there. Um, <laughs> so, <Boobie>. yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> of course, you can put that in there. <laughs> of course, of course I do. So, the family lived on Buck Hill Road, and mm-hmm. the dad searched up and down it with no luck. Um, the young girl had simply vanished into the stormy night and was never seen again. Jeez. Yeah. So, 
Um, as legend has it, the logger went mad with grief and ne never gave up his search and would look every night with his lantern until he died. Mm. Um, so who knows what happened to the daughter? Sad, mm -hmm. but, you know. But now we get into what's happening right now in Buck uh -oh. Hill. The spooky times. Yep. So people have reported seeing balls of light, some at very close range, at Buck Hill Road. So the lights are described it, uh, described to be either white, amber, or green, and approximately mm. the size of a baseball. Um, these lights are bright enough to light up some of the forested area um, and will flare up as if increasing in size uh, before eventually disappearing. So I got, I got this quote from pararesearchers.org. Um, it's an eyewitness account, but they've taken out the names and like changed a few of the things. Mm. Um, I mean, if I saw this, I'd be all about it. But anyway, so this is what one eyewitness said. I went up there on a Friday night and saw some things I would never think could happen. It was around midnight. We saw these weird images. Me and two other buddies were sitting there in a truck facing down the hill. And all of a sudden we saw an eerie green glow from the valley down below. I mean, he's a poet and he doesn't know it. But anyway, um, <laughs> we all sat there in shock as to what we were seeing. It was a green light walking down the road. And then out of nowhere, it would accelerate to huge speeds, then hit a dead stop and go back to its high speed in a flash. It was very spooky. Then as another car came from the valley way below, the light wandered off into the bushes. There was another fellow dude with his girlfriend with him looking yeah. for the ghost but he's seen it many times we talked for a bit and then saw it come out again in the valley below we watched it for about 30 seconds um, as the strange eerie light went from a green to an orange or amber light and wandered off that is just weird that's very strange is, all these just little balls of light just floating around in the forest yeah, it's just a ball of light that changes color and moves around. And people think that it could be like the man still searching for his daughter. Oh, yeah. Um, so what is like, so kind of like an orb? Yeah, like a proper I think, I sort guess. of orb. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. which actually reminded me of years ago. I went to Texas with my family. And my mom and dad were all about ghosty things or UFOs or whatever. <laughs> And they found yeah. out this tiny little town called Marfa in Texas that have Marfa ghost lights. And I kind of realized it's pretty much the same thing. So there's a desert. And if you look just as it's getting dark, so the sun's just coming down, these really weird, like, again, green, orange, change color, these lights just appear. Jeez. And they, like, they move around. And you can see them. Like, we actually, I don't think we ended up seeing them when we went. So it was a disappointing, like, three hours sitting on a bench <laughs> trying to find these lights. <laughs> Waiting for lights to appear. Yeah. Um, I can actually tell you, I was, I can still remember what I was wearing. It was a Limp Biscuit t-shirt. <laughs> All right? That's All how right. long ago it was. Oh, my God. Work. <laughs> Stunning. But, yeah. What a band. What a band. What a band. Um, but, yeah, it just... It just reminded me. So there's obviously these ghost lights appearing in places, and no one, no one knows what they are. <clears throat> well, th yeah, there's. So that reminds me actually of a YouTuber that I used to watch, and he did a series of videos that were actually quite fucking scary. Mm. Um, basically, his house was haunted AF. Okay. But he didn't. Like, he wasn't making a joke out of it or that. He was like, you need to see this. Like, look at this. Like, his content is normally, like, very funny and, like, just silly. Yeah. But these videos literally were him recording himself on his phone, not his camera, like, literally sitting in the corner of his room, like, crying in fear. Oof. So there was one where he talked about he was upstairs and he went to go downstairs one night for whatever reason. And at the bottom of the stairs, there were literal lights floating around. Mm. Yeah, like what you're talking about, like balls of light floating around. Ooh. And they would sort of like come in and out of the walls and like disappear and like vanish and then reappear and stuff. Like that's meant to be quite common with like ghost activity that there are meant to be strange lights that just sort of flicker. Yeah. Like, almost like you see them at the corner of your eye. It's, 
it's a really strange one. But that's kind of what makes you think, like, I don't know. When you see, when you see a ghost is like, leftover energy, because that's what people say that ghosts are. Yeah. It's, like, literally, what is energy? Energy is, like, light and sort of, you know, like a physical thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. Very strange. Very strange. I mean, the one thing I'll say is I don't believe most orbs that are caught on camera. That's usually dust particles. I'm putting it out there. I could totally, have, 100%. I could have a massive backlash of anyone listening. Orbs <laughs> on camera aren't real. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't believe in... I'm not going to lie. I think orbs are a little shite. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, then again, maybe not. I think some of them are. So when, again, when we worked in Banshee, we used to see orbs in inverted commas all the time, which were literally just when you opened a door, dust would fly about dust and you'd fly. see them. Yeah. It'd be like little things would fly past the camera, but it literally was dust. Yeah. But then again, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was <gasps> spooky. spooky. Spooky, spooky, spooky. A bitch. Hell yeah. And I'm going to go straight on to the next story. <gasps> okay. Okay. <laughs> So this one was sent in by my friend Ruth. So thank you, Ruth, for this one. Uh, actually, <laughs> can I? We just, love Ruth. We do love Ruth, but I want to say just about the the story before it. Andrew that sent us this said that he actually saw something himself um, at Buckhill. I forgot to say. Really? That. He didn't say what it was, but he did say that he saw something when he up, went up there. So that's oh, even spookier. Mm. Nice. But anyway, sorry, Ruth. This is your time. <laughs> Ruth's moment. Come yeah, on, Ruth. I've, what you got for us? I've ruined her moment. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she'll forgive us. <laughs> so this one was, uh, it was like a Louisiana, look at this, there's haunted stuff here. So the name of the article was, the haunted bar that's been around since before Louisiana was even a state. Wow. Yeah. Very old. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day. Mm. There you have it. So in New Orleans, um, the oldest neighborhood, Lafitte's Blacksmith Shop Bar has been a French Quarter staple for centuries. Mm. Mm. Fancy. Um, The building was built between 1722 and 1732 and is considered to be the oldest structure being used as a bar in the United States. So it's very old. Very old bar. Um, yeah, so criminal brothers Jean and Pierre Lafitte are said to have used the property at a ho- as a home base of sorts for negotiations with potential buyers of their smuggled goods and contraband items. Um, apparently, they're really famous. I didn't know who they were. They're apparently some French pirates, essentially. <laughs> French pirates. Uh, <laughs> just... what, an, what an image yeah <laughs> okay cool um, so there have been ghost stories floating around for years with this place um, one of the most popular sightings is that of Jean Lafitte himself um, he appears as a full bodied apparition dressed in sailor's gear not pirate gear which is disappointing um, and stand, <laughs> standing in a dark corner he doesn't yeah. say a word. He just stands in the corner surveying the room until he is noticed, at which point he will disappear into thin air. Um, <laughs> I would love if he also went, I've been rumbled, and then fucking vanished. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh, this, <laughs> poor, this poor guy. So he just stands there waiting for someone to see him, and then when someone sees him, he's like, right, I'm out. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Okay, fair like he wants attention, but then when someone gives him attention, he's like, oh, I can't handle it. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Big mood. I'm like, Mary, give me a cuddle. And she gave me a cuddle. I'm like, get off me! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, we Mary. But, um, so... I'm glad she... you clarified that he wasn't dressed in a pirate outfit because <laughs> that would be very... That would be a bit too Scooby-Doo for me. Yeah, yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's like waiting for Mr. Rick to come and, like, bust his ghost in New Orleans. <laughs> The ghost of pirate, whatever his name is, Captain fucking Captain Jack, Spooky Beard, Captain Spooky Blackbeard. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, he uh, <laughs> he apparently appears quite often and is a fairly common sighting for patrons and staff. He's almost always seen on the first floor near the fireplace, so he's a cold boy. That's fine. Oh, uh, he's just trying to keep warm. Yeah. 
Um, there's also on the second floor, there's a spirit of a woman who many believe to have lived there in the 1890s before she committed suicide upstairs. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so while she doesn't show herself very often, you may hear her as she is known to whisper your name into your ear. Fuck off. No. What? Why would she whisper your name? I don't know. Maybe she's like <laughs> trying to get them to commit suicide as well. She's like, Drew, there's a really good staircase. So, what if, like, there's a really good staircase? Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> She's trying to get you to kick the bucket. Yeah, yeah. So like, so they whisper your ear, whisper your like. What if like Beyonce went or something? <laughs> it goes to be like Beyonce, <laughs> and then she'd be like, "What?" <laughs> Just like anything for you, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> hey, imagine she whispers back, "Bring the beat in." <laughs> oh Jesus yeah. Christ! Y'all know it. Y'all know the vine. Come on. <laughs> Anything for you, Beyonce? Um, so there's also one more ghost day. Mm-hmm. This one's mm-hmm. a creepy one. So in the shadows of the dark corners in the bar, as well as inside the fireplace, many people have claimed to have seen glowing red eyes. These piercing red eyes just float disembodied and silent. When you make eye, eye contact with it, the eyes will lock in on you for a moment before disappearing into the shadows. Many believe that these red eyes are a result of a demonic haunting at the pub. So this, so this entity is now just looking to catch someone's eye at a bar. Yep. Just like, Somebody's hey. just, look, he's just looking to hook up. He's yeah, looking he's, for a little something. And then, when someone catch, and then when someone catches eyes with it, it gives you like serious stink eye and then fucks <laughs> off. Or he's just too shy. It's just like, too shy. Too shy. Too shy. <laughs> Runs away back into his fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh dear. Yeah, that's hmm. the spooky pub in uh, Louisiana. Is it still there? Yeah, yeah, it's still there. You can go. I, the pictures make it look super cool. I really want to go because it's just a yeah. cool place. Mm-hmm. It's like really old looking. You know the place. You know the type. It's like brickwork. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, exactly. She actually was there for the unveiling. <laughs> <laughs> she was there when it was built. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, she was, in fact, the landlady. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to kill you when she hears this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. She knows we love her. And she knows yeah. it's with love. 100% <laughs> love. It is. Speaking of love, mm. another one of my uh, favorites. Oh, okay. Uh, Right, a good so poltergeist story. Oh, I was going to say, it's not werewolves, it's not UFOs. Right, here we go. <laughs> it's a good old poltergeist. Yeah, I'm so, ready. Is the Thornton Health poltergeist. Mm. Another tale from the 70s. Seems to be a recurring time. Yeah. Uh, this was in England, though. Uh, so there were a family that were tormented by poltergeist phenomena. Okay. That started one August night when they were awoken in the middle of the night by blaring music coming from the bedside radio that had somehow tuned itself onto a foreign language station. Oh, nice. So maybe this poltergeist was not from England. No. Maybe he had foreign descent. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so this was the beginning of the string of events that lasted nearly four years. Oh, geez. Yeah, long time. I mean, you wouldn't ha- I wouldn't hang around for four years. No. Nah. This is water guys. I'd be like, no, I'm out. Yeah. Literally. I was watching, what was it called again? Paranormal Survivors, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a poltergeist one. <clears throat> and it was a family that we're talking about, basically. Yeah, they had a poltergeist. <laughs> and the poltergeist, so poltergeists normally move things around, obviously, as you know, like, they're yes. a violent spirit that will throw things at you from across the room and blah, blah, blah. And rearrange your household items in very strange ways. Yeah. So the photos that they showed on uh, this episode of what the poltergeist had done, that seemed to take a liking to the kitchen. Okay. So it basically went into the kitchen and like moved all their cans, of, like kind of tins of soup and beans and that, and yeah. like stacked them up into like strange shapes. And yes. Stuff. And I'm a bit like, <laughs> imagine... 
if you had a poultry case and you walked into your kitchen and you were like, oh my God, man. Like, ah. you, just, you just came back from Tesco and I saw, you've put all the shopping away. You're ready to sit down in the living room. You come through to make a cup of tea or whatever you want to do. And the cans of Heinz are stacked up against the wall. I'd be raging. Worse than a child. But yeah, the photos are mental. Like they would put like, it would, there was one and it was a tampon mm. and it had jammed a tampon into the ceiling fan. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't it's understand. Like, so, poltergeist, man. <laughs> if you start finding your stuff in really weird places, you probably got a poltergeist. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, there were reports of there was a lampshade that repeatedly was knocked onto the floor by unaided hands. Uh, during the Christmas season of 1972, an ornament was hurled across the room and smashed into the husband's forehead. Jesus. As he collapsed into the armchair. Um, reports uh, haunted Croydon. Croydon. Oh, yeah. Oh, that must be, yeah. So the Christmas tree used to shake like extremely violently. Uh, come the new year, there was footsteps in the bedroom when no one was there. And one night, the couple's son awoke to find a man in old-fashioned dress staring threateningly at him. Ooh. Which is pretty weird. Was he in a pirate uh, uniform? <laughs> he might have been the pirate uniform. He might have been a sailor's uniform. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. So, I mean, just any, like, you know, uh, costume. You get. <laughs> yeah, he can get from the shop quickly. <laughs> Literally. He's imagine just being a ghost and be like, oh, I don't want to just be like a normal ghost. I want to be like a pirate ghost or whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm going to so do. So he goes to the shop and he's like, what can I like fucking be? <laughs> stood, stood staring at like, I'm going to be like a slutty policeman. <laughs> you know, as a ghost or whatever. The ghost of a slutty policeman. <laughs> you know there's a few out there. <laughs> so the family's fear grew as uh, one night they had friends around and there was loud knocking at the front door. The living room door was then flung open and the house lights came on. Mm. Very strange. Uh, So, you know, the usual. Objects threw across the air. uh, Loud noises were heard and the family would sometimes hear a noise which suggested some large piece of furniture had crashed to the floor. When they went to investigate, nothing would be disturbed. That's literally a thing as well. Um, So I was listening to a podcast not long ago and they were talking about their own personal ghost stories. And uh, so it was this Australian girl and she was talking about... um, it was literally the same thing. It's like they had a party one night mm-hmm. and uh, there was a bunch of people over and blah, blah, blah. And there was this massive crash from upstairs, which literally sounded like a car had just driven into the building. Jesus. So people ran upstairs to see it and there was nothing there, like mm-hmm. nothing there. But everyone at the party heard the noise. So they were like, what the fuck's that? But there was literally nothing. Eh? I don't know if that's maybe a thing with poltergeist, but yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty nasty stuff like on for a while. Uh, the family moved out of the house, mm-hmm. um, and the funny thing is, after they moved out, the poltergeist activity ceased, and none have been reported by subsequent residents. Maybe you just so, didn't like them. Maybe just didn't like that family. That's the thing, eh? But yeah. who knows? Who knows? Oh, Which takes question. me on to my next tale. Oh, family. <gasps> so this one was quite sad, actually. I felt kind of bad for this one, but also like. This one, it's creepy. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, 1998. So, jumping a wee bit forward here. Nice. Uh, Jane Fishman, a reporter for the Savannah Morning News, began a series of articles about a possible haunted antique bed. Ooh. A haunted bed. I like it. Happens, you know. <laughs> so, um, so, a man by the name of Al Kolb of Savannah, Georgia bought this bed at uh, an auction as a Christmas present for his 14-year-old son, Jason. Okay. Uh, So the bed was, like, from the late 1800s. So it was, like, a proper, like, vintage-y-looking bed, you can imagine. So three nights after he'd bought the bed and brought it home, Fishman reported, Jason told his parents that he felt as if someone had planted elbows on his pillow and was watching him and breathing cold air down the back of his neck. Yeah, uh, he felt sick. The next morning, 
uh, the next night he noticed that the photo of his deceased grandparents on his wicker nightstand flipped upside down. Ooh. Yeah. <clears throat> so he righted it, basically. The next day, the photo was facing down again. Nah. Spooky. Yeah. So the dad, <laughs> the way that he's literally like what he says makes me think, oh God, I bet he was like a typical dad, just kind of be like, all right, is there any ghosts here? Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah. So, trying to make sense of the irrational, Al called out, do we have a Casper here? Oh, God. Um, he said, tell me your name and how old you are. So, he left some lines, uh, composition paper and crayons. Mm. Uh, and his family walked out of the room and 15 minutes later, they returned and found written, written vertically in large block childlike letters, Danny 7. Whoa! Yeah. Oh, shit. So, little seven-year-old kid ghost. It's pretty creepy. So, I looked into it a wee bit more, and the thing with the bed, apparently it's like this kid's mum died in this bed or something like that, and he never wanted to leave the bed. So, the kid died as well for, I don't know how he died. I didn't really look into that too much. Mm. So, imagine this Danny kid died, and I guess he just sort of attached himself to the bed. Yeah. But, oh, man. It's just the way that it was, like, written vertically in large block childlike letters, Danny 7. Oh, that's so sad. It's so sad, but also, like, that would proper give you chills. Oh, yeah. I'd be out. I'd burn that bed. Yeah. I maybe wouldn't burn it. I'd maybe just get rid of it. Oh, no. I'd be chucking it about the place. If the spirit's connected to the bed or something. I don't know. Don't care. Danny, (laughs) you're gone. (laughs) That is very fair. That's very fair. Oh, and to quote the omen, <laughs> give your love to the living. Okay. If you get, if you get what I mean. <laughs> well, no, because like you're saying about like, oh, I don't care about the, the, the fact that this ghost tethered to the bed. And it's like, well, yeah, I guess the ghost is it's not here anymore, if you get what I mean. So yeah. yeah. Give yeah. your love to the living. I thought it was fitting. Didn't fit. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> it's been a while, okay? I haven't it's seen it well. in a while. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But this moves us on. Cool. Is it what I think it is? Uh, yep, if you could sing it, please. Is it that special time? Mm, it might be. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's time for Crazy Spirit from Around the World. Oh, here she comes. Who do you think you are? Ariana Grande. <laughs> A basey, basey Ariana. Basey Ariana Grande. A monotone Ariana Grande. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a beautiful voice. Thank you. Daniel doesn't think so. (laughs) He's he's done with it. (laughs) He really is. Been singing a lot, walking about the flat. And he's like, you can't sing. And I'm like, yes, I fucking can. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right, so here we go. This one. Is called Jin Menken, and it is from Japan. Oh, so with this one, I was like, you know what? I want a good Japanese spirit. I found like a website with a list of loads of them, and I literally mm-hmm. closed my eyes and just clicked on one. And well, oh, did I find a goodie? <laughs> oh shit! Okay, let's see it. <laughs> it's let's so it, ridiculous. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Good. So <laughs> that's what we want. <laughs> so the Jin Min Ken, ah. I'm not going to tell you what it actually means because it, it's just too ridiculous. But they are dogs with human faces that oh. are, are said to appear at night in Japanese urban areas. Isn't is that not meant to be like a genuine like that's a thing like the whole human face dog? Is that not like a sort of omen? Um. Not here, they like from what I was researching, there's a few interpretations of it, at least in Japanese culture. Um, mm. so it might be something in a different culture, and I'll kind of, I'll, yeah, I'll bring it in right at the end. There's a little bit about it, a tiny bit, but yeah, so they're dogs with human faces, they're rumored to be able to run along highways at extremely high speeds. <laughs> which allows them to overtake cars and then look back at drivers with their human faces. 
Well, I hope they indicate because <laughs> you know what I mean. People I just overtake. I've been like driving. There's a dog. I'm like, oh, look at that bloody dog. And then it's like, <laughs> it starts, like, starts speeding up, like running super fast, and it jolts its face around, and it has like a, gym, a person's face, like, hi, beach. <laughs> Too yeah. slow, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So they can talk, but prefer to be left alone. Um, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In some stories, individuals may encounter a dog rummaging through garbage, only for the dog to look up, revealing itself as a Jiminkin with its human face and say something like, leave me alone, beach. Maybe not the beach, but... but That's so good! I can just imagine these little dogs like <laughs> rummaging through the bins. Someone walks over to be like, hey, get away! And they, just, they all just like look up and they've just got little like bland expressions on their face like, go away. <laughs> or they're just like, tap, tap! Hey, I'm a dog. Woof. Wow. So, woof. They are persistent in Japanese folklore... Uh, throughout the Edo era from 1603 to 1868. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also apparently taxidermy specimens of Jiminkin, which were often seen on display at uh, certain like shows that they had. There's a name for him. It's like, no, I'm not going to even try and say the name because, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do any joke. No, I, I can't remember what it is, so I'll just be extremely inappropriate. So I'm not going to put it in there. <laughs> It's some sort of museum type thing. It's like a, a fairground thing that they used to do in Japanese culture where they'd like, it's kind of like a freak show um, and they'd oh. show things off. And so there would be a lot of these like Jimin, Jinkin men, or no, Jinminkin. That's how you say it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't even say it right. Um, but yeah, they're a very popular attraction. So a lot of people would like have these there and who knows if they were actually anything or they just like found a human <laughs> took his face off and <laughs> threw it on a taxidermy dog who knows um, <laughs> but they're also so the Jinminkin may be <laughs> spirits of traffic accident victims or dogs possessed by evil spirits We'll never know. Well, it's gonna. Well, it has to be one of the two. Well, actually, no. It can also be. Others say <laughs> that they are the result of secret biological experiments performed in labs, um, and it's even been suggested that these human-faced dogs are the chupacabras of Japan. Oh. Yeah. So who knows? But they're just fucking creepy. Well, I'll be honest. I don't believe it. <laughs> If I'm being honest, (laughs) I'm going to say no to that one. Um, However, werewolves, I can get on board with. (laughs) But not dogs with human faces. Dogs with human faces, I'm like, nah, bro. (laughs) Nah, bro. I love it. Uh, I would look up some of the the drawings, pictures, paintings over the years. Definitely will. <laughs> I 100% will, by the way. They're very creepy. Um, oh, God. But okay. yeah, that's just another... I mean, I'm, I might have to start calling this part of the podcast the Japanese crazy spirits. Because, because there's so many of there's them. There's so many, and they're so good. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the last one for you, the wee Jinmenkin of Japan. Probably saying that wrong, but who cares? I mean, what a way to go out. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to take this podcast to the next level. Well, the, the way I see it is, you know, some of these stories might be quite spooky for some people. And they're like, oh, I just want something a bit lighthearted. There you go. There's your human face dog for you. That you is underneath sleep. your bed. <laughs> and will be. You're just like, your bed. you're having a sleep. And then you just hear, woof. Woof, woof, woof. Yeah. I mean, again, like, yeah, no, totally. You want to, like, lighthearted. You want to take this out. You know, you want to see this episode out on a nice, lighthearted note. So just kind of imagine, right? It's the middle of the night. You've yeah. had a nice, relaxing bath, mm-hmm. chill evening or whatever. Oh, I like and it. then you sort of settle down to watch mm-hmm. Netflix or read a book or whatever you do. Yep. And then you hear scratching at your window and you're like, oh my God, what's that? Oh. Yeah, what's that at the window? Mm-hmm. And you open up the window. 
and there's nothing at the window. And then you look down in the middle of the street and stood underneath one of the streetlights mm. is one of these dogs with a human face just staring at you from, from the street. Yep. And you think, <gasps> so you shut the blinds instantly and then you jump into bed. And then yep. you hear the knocking at the window again and you're like, just ignore it, just ignore it. <laughs> you hear the knocking again and then you say it loud to yourself, nah, just ignore it, just ignore it. But then a voice from underneath your bed says, maybe I would look. Oh, and um, you have it. <laughs> I like that. You can't one. Be, I can't write horror stories. <laughs> uh, what the twist I would have gone with is you look out again and realize you're looking at the reflection of yourself. Oh my! You're the human face dog after all. Mm. Not as good. Or you lean, or you lean over to pet your little piece of shit German Shepherd. Yeah. <laughs> as it ignores you as you shout on it come here come here and it ignores you little shit that it is and then it turns and looks at you and it has a human's face the face of your ex <laughs> oh shit your ex's face looking at you just kind of like why did you leave me <laughs> okay so I think we have to say this right now after that um, we want people to tell us their best which ending of that story they like the best Absolutely. It's now open to interpretation and <laughs> yeah. we'll cast a vote. We will cast a vote. Which was your favourite she- um, oh, what's his name? M. Night Shyamalan twist on that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Well, there's, the, there's the, the twist from that guy. I can't say his name. What's his name? Uh, the Jumenken. No, the director that did Science. Oh, oh, Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, so there's your twist on him that, in fact, you are one of these dog-faced people. Uh, hey, that, was, been, that was my been twist. The whole time. How dare you? <laughs> Stealing my yeah. twist and making it your twist. I know, I'm running out of ideas. I have to steal, <laughs> have to steal other people. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, well, I think I would like to have my dinner, so I think Same. we should would end this let's um, bounce away from this so as you know guys we are still recording from uh separate locations so again apologies for the audio it isn't great mm-hmm. but um i don't know i don't want to sound like a broken record by saying this every <laughs> week but hopefully we'll be back to normal soon yeah so, I mean, as in like hopefully we'll be back in the same room recording again with all of the fancy recording equipment that we have at Robbie's house. Yeah, I'm sad that I got all this equipment oh, no. literally a week before lockdown. <laughs> Can't use any of it. Mm, but funny. yeah, it's the way it goes. But um, yeah, <clears throat> I don't want to say it, but stay safe, everyone. Yeah. Social Portal. distance. Um, uh, just to say, if any of yeah, our totally. listeners want to go to you know any supermarkets you know tesco or walmart or whatever social distance i'm so fucking fed up of it i know just be just do what you're told so that we can get back to normal sooner please if you see an arrow going one way you go that way all right okay i have a confession oh oh my okay we went food shopping the other day and i may have went the opposite way of the arrow because I forgot to get something, so I ran back to get it. I'm sorry. You. Mm. I just okay. wanted. <laughs> you know, I'm not even going to tell you what it was for. <laughs> no, no, tell me. I want to know. <clears throat> the ice and sugar <laughs> <laughs> for your bacon it was brownie mix. <laughs> I'm so close. <laughs> It was brownie mix because I've tried to make brownies from scratch myself and I can't. So I bought the fucking Betty Crocker box brownie stuff. You disgust me. Whatever. <laughs> and on yeah. that note, stay safe, everyone. Yeah, stay safe. Take up bacon. That's what I've done. And it's going awful. <laughs> it's going absolutely awful. Just get banana bread. You can't go wrong with it. Mm, I don't know, like. Oh, no, I've done it. Well, see, I haven't tackled banana bread yet, but that might be my next endeavour. Honestly, it's easy and it's tasty AF. I did, however, make a cake. I did see. It and was it a... was gorgeous. It was. It was beautiful. Yeah, I think uh, we may need to show the listeners 
We should put it on our Instagram. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. I will describe the cake. So, you all know devil's food cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe I interpreted devil's food cake a bit too literally. <laughs> and I may have decorated the cake with satanic symbols. You, you horrible, horrible person. It looks beautiful, though. Mm-hmm. And it tasted great. Yeah. Well, that's all that matters. So basically, guys, it was a big chocolate cake with a big red pentagram on it. <laughs> it was great. Yes. Daniel oh. was a bit concerned. <laughs> of course he was. He was like, what's that? And I was like, cake. And he was like, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> I got that part. <laughs> what's with the big red devil star? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. There's the image in your head, guys. So satanic bacon. That's kind of been my vibe. Yeah. Yeah, uh, send us photos of your satanic baking, please. Absolutely. If you guys make any spooky cakes yeah. or whatever, send them in. Yeah, send them in. Please. Why not? Send them in. Fuck it. Yeah. We're at home. Help. We're at, exactly. We're going out of our mics. Yeah. Right. As well, everyone is. So, anyway, yeah, to wrap up, guys, you know the deal. We've got yeah. social media Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, so, go check us out on that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, love you. We love you. Boo, bitch. Boo, bitch. Bye, bitch. Bye. Bye.